Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host, Ray. And and I'm Ray. Yeah, hi Ray. How you doing? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not Ray. <laughs> oh, I'm heavy. I'm every doing shots in the morning. How are you? <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. A couple of them, man. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I know you. I know how you feel, buddy. I know how you feel. Yeah, it's all good. And so, yeah, yeah it's cool. Ava. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about Ava. Uh, this is a movie starring Jessica Chastain. Uh, this movie is something else. Before we even begin the show, let's get into our email bag. Buford mailbag song, hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Uh, the first one goes, this is from Chelsea Stellner. I think her name is pronounced that right. She writes, Ava never picks a lane. It's it's humorless, dry, and uninspiring. Man, these people are really negative on this, on this poor film. Anyways, um, I'll go back again. Ava never picks a lane. It's humorless, dry, and uninspiring to the point that it feels like someone tried to shoehorn La Femme Nikita into a Lifetime movie. Holy mm -hmm. crumb, that's not good. Another one is from uh, Dan Jackson. Uh, he's an, a writer for The Thrillist. And uh, he writes, there's too much going on. Almost like the movie thinks an abundance of cycle Bible can paper over a lack of character development, and most of it is just uninteresting. In Ava, Jessica Chastain attempts to emulate John Wick without the necessary weapons to do so. That something is very true. There's a sequence in this where she's on a dance floor, kind of like in the um, John Wick, the first John Wick, yeah. and also in the second John Wick, uh, where she's shooting the guns and she's uh, she's surrounded by some guys, and it's it, almost like it's like a dance floor where she's going after the main target, or actually no, right. she's going after the boyfriend's. Um, like cart, like money shark or card shark, right. whatever it is, right? So yeah. that plays out like that. Really does feel like John Wick uh, in that sequence. I guess we'll talk about more later on. When we do the show, but that's that's very much it. Another review we got her is from a guy named Ruben. He writes John Wick with family problems. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, an assassin who goes back home. So yeah, it's not too far from the truth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, like it's, I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely problems. Yeah, action, action, action. Um, yeah, special effects. You know, it's two guys trying to uh, fight each other. Action, action, action everywhere. I give this movie an eight. Um, it's, there's some really good action. Um, the thing with Jessica Chastain, she can act out of a paper bag. I mean, she's really that good. Um, mm -hmm. From Zero Dark Thirty to this, I mean, she, I mean, we, we're still going to be re reviewing 355 later on. Yeah. The all-female, like, action thing. And I've heard really mm -hmm. bad things about that. He got nominated for a Razzie, unfortunately. Uh, that's going to oh. be later on this year. We'll be reviewing that. But being able to go from dramatics, like the eyes of Tammy Faye, to a movie like Ava, an action femme fatale, it says something about her. To play the character so well and make okay. her... I believe her as being the assassin. What's cool about this is she's an assassin with, with some psychological issues. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it, it comes across really, really well. Yeah, there are some things in it that, I, that you it's sort of like red, red flags that pop up, but I give this an eight. At the end of this day, uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, it was relaxing. It was fun. And uh, I just enjoyed the ride. You know, it was a good, solid performance by her. And um, mm -hmm. the ending was sort of interesting because it, it leaves you wondering what's going to happen next so that was kind of cool okay yeah, i agree with you mm -hmm. good special effects love all the fighting 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you know, um, keeps you on edge. I left the movie thinking, yeah, what's going to happen now? Direct the video or streaming as well as same day uh, theatrical, theatrical release. Mm -hmm. uh, this film has a runtime of an hour and 36 minutes long. It's directed by Tate Taylor, a man who brought you the help. Uh, Girl on the Train. The editor uh, for this one is the editor for the Matrix movies. So in terms of action, uh, knowing how to capture something, how to edit something to make it look like a really cool sequence, uh, you have a top-notch editor. Uh, he did all the Matrix films with the Wachowskis, as well mm -hmm. as did Speed Racer and some other stuff. So he's worked with um, really good avant-garde work, but he's a really good mm -hmm. editor. Um, that's Zach Steinberg. And Goldplatt, mm -hmm. uh, he's done... He's worked with Joel Schumacher on Batman movies, so Batman Forever right. and uh, Batman and Robin. The stuff that you and I will be reviewing at some point, we'll be reviewing Matrix uh, Resurrection very soon. So all these things that we've, uh, we're going to be go going into, uh, this this is a movie that stems from that in some some way by the talent pool that, is, that exists in it. Like this movie is is unique in the sense that it's a little heavy in terms of like content. Once at the beginning, there's like a massive a data dump in the beginning uh, and it's shown to you in visual montages. So it's really hard to capture. I actually mm. had to stop it and watch it and it tells you so much and helps you. If you're, if you're watching this in the theaters, you're, you're going to have to pay attention to this movie really quickly and try to catch it mm. onto it. Uh, mm. But if you're streaming it and you could pause it, you could probably catch or capture a lot of the details. Um, did you, how did you take this movie? How were you with this film? Um, Ava, mm -hmm. I really liked it. I liked it. Um, excellent views. Uh, special effects were good. It just uh, reminded me, like the Matrix. Okay. For some reason, uh, I don't know. I guess yeah. You know, a lot of action. Uh, special effects. Um, yeah, and yeah, I wanted like to know what happened with each second, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, special effects were good. I wanted more. You, we, and, we see special effects. I mean, are you talking about the fighting or like actual like CGI effects or like stunt work that, or like? Oh, okay. I'm not very, okay. The stunt, stunt okay. actually, sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't clear. That's my fault. No, no, because yeah. no, sometimes you generalize and I'm like, I just want to, wasn't sure. You don't know what I'm referring doing to. When you, when you, when no you say problem. special effects, it's just generalizing. I'm not sure if if you're leaning to like like the gun fu work or is it the sh mm. or or just the choreography or, or uh, yeah, I just want to. Okay, yeah, down. my bad, man. I wasn't clear. No, it's yeah, okay. It, I like the special effects, and, and I did think, where is this movie going? I don't understand. But at the end, though, it uh, it's all tied up, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say say that the special effects was really good. That's what I'm focusing on. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, that, I'll, I'll I'll try and fill in some gaps then. As I mentioned just at the top, there's a huge data dump. So mm -hmm. um, it's, this is important because we at the beginning, the first thing we see is her at the airport. She picks up um, Peter Hawthorne, which is uh, Ian Ruffalo's character, who played Mr. Yeah. Fantastic and Fantastic Four. He he is her first target. Uh, right. It takes place. It opens up in uh, in an airport outside of Paris or in a Paris airport, and he, he's her first target. And when she starts talking to him, 
before she mm-hmm. does him in. Uh, now, this seems like nothing, just like maybe he, she's just like playing with the guy. Maybe she, I'm thinking, well, maybe give him a sporting chance to see if he can get out or, you know, mm-hmm. or she has a, like an a ethical code of like, maybe he's an evil man. He's got to do something evil for her to shoot him because mm-hmm. there's a scene where he's sort of like sniveling, but then he has a bit of a backbone and that's, that's when she takes him out. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there's also, we see a, a girl on a motorcycle from afar away with a parabolic microphone listening in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we think maybe she's with her. We don't know what's going on. So, but the conversation that they're, ha- they're having is being recorded. Now, this comes back later on in the movie, which mm-hmm. I almost forgot about. Uh, so then we get, so, so this is in the first four minutes of the movie. At, by the time we get to the 14-minute yeah. mark of the movie, we've had a massive data dump, uh, whereas we see a montage of like, records and what happened to her to get to the point of her becoming an assassin for a black ops mm-hmm. operation mm-hmm. uh we see a video a montage of her as a child she was in the olympics she did archery she did martial arts uh she was an overachiever uh she graduated valedictorian in her school your book says most likely to achieve anything in life and most likely to throw a killer party so she's a party animal yet she was very intelligent she was a member of the latin club the japanese club um, the uh, United Nations uh, Movement Club, debate team, uh, captain of the fencing team, she a chess chess club. So she was very much involved uh, with academics as well as sporting events, as well as archery, martial arts, uh, mm-hmm. rock climbing. So these are things that they were showing you in highlights, just a montage. And then yeah. it flashes to 1999. She's 18 years old. She gets into a car accident because uh, she's a she, she gets a DUI. She's charged with on uh, being under the influence and charged with uh, say one count of possession of unknown controlled substance. I think that's how you say it. And so from there, oh, in the process, she hits two people in a car accident in the car that she was driving while under under uh, intoxication. That tragic mm-hmm. event spirals her out because she has an, an issue with alcohol and some other stuff, and she enlists with the army. Where she, this is again, this is 1999. So the army is still in Afghanistan. This army is still there. So she's in, she does three tours um, Operation Mongoose, Operation this Rhino, and another Operation too. So she's done three tours overseas. And she's, she's given uh, honorable discharge with citations in uh, marksmanship, demolition. Mm-hmm. And some other something else. So she, and, and, and the Blue Cross. She's also psychologically not stable. Um, she's not good right. with public people. She, she enjoys the violence too much. Uh, she mm-hmm. uh, has alcohol abuse, uh, and she has unable to or adapt mm-hmm. uh, to a social atmosphere. So there's a little hints of various things she's done, and and then we realize she gets taken in by a black ops government being paid. Mm-hmm. She's had 40 targets that she's eliminated so far to this date. Uh, yeah. Ma- John Malkovich, his name is Duke, becomes her handler, and they work for this organization to, to take out high-profile targets. Mm-hmm. So that's how it begins in the first 14 minutes of this movie, which was like, okay, wow, it's a lot of information to take in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colin Farrell's in this movie. He's the leader of the Black Ops operation. Uh, and uh, she, again, because she has an issue where she's talking to her clients, uh, there's, a, there's something happens where she fails on a mission, the target wasn't eliminated, or she got the wrong information. And as a result, uh, she her company dismisses her and she becomes targeted because she doesn't mm-hmm. do her job properly. Uh, right. in, but in that time, she returns home because you were leading to that she's a woman that goes back home. She hasn't seen her family in eight years because, again, since the time of her car, the car accident and joining the army, she doesn't really associate with her family too much. 
she visits them or sends them an email once every six months. Yeah. And yeah. so she's now trying to reassimilate with loved ones and try to see, get some semblance of, of a balanced lifestyle again. And meanwhile, her past or her future, her present is closing in on and her threatening her, her family and herself. So uh, this is really an interesting look of like both from a person who has psychological issues, someone who has violent tendencies and someone who's a trained assassin. So you have like, um, I don't know where to comp compare this to, but you have a trained assassin like, I don't know, like, uh, like Louis, uh, Luc Besson's The Professional, right? who can take on just about anybody around him. Yet you have the character flaw because there's someone that, that she loves, who she has to concern herself with, along with her own like troubled background, you know. And um, but she's fighting alcoholism, she's fighting the bottle. You see that every so often, so that's kind of interesting too. Mm -hmm. um, overall, I, I, I give this a really, I give this a thumbs up. Um, it's not what I would think it is, but in terms of the action, she really holds her own. And there's a sequence which we were alluding to a little earlier on. I think someone was saying that like, it's very much like John Wick. There's a scene where she's on a dance floor or a club and she's uh, looking to uh, settle a score with, um, with uh, uh, Joan Shen's character, who's like a card shark or a money launderer. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's fighting her henchmen. It's like the club C with John Wick. So it is very similar. I mean, John Wick does a whole lot better than this one, but it's it's mm -hmm. very much on par with that. Uh, did you see any similarities with John Wick in this film? See what, sorry? Similarities with this movie and John Wick? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I was thinking of of that too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, um, a simple man, he gets in trouble because something happened. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's, yeah, you know, like of stuff that happens around him. Somebody who's like alone, you know, stuff happens and now he's got to fight. He's got to fight, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, you know, like this happens, that happens to, you know, him by himself alone. Yeah, it's, I don't know, kind of tragic. Right. Well, the slogan of this one, this movie was kill or be killed. So what you were saying right. kind of fits that category then. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the musical scores, the only thing I'll mention about this, uh, Bear McCreary, uh, who, who does the score for Walking Dead, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, if you like the show like Eureka, the musical mm -hmm. score for that, uh, that's his uh, signature touch on it. So um, cool. there, there you go. I give it a thumbs up. I liked it. Yeah, the pacing of it was kind of all over the place, but Chastian's character is compelling. And I think that's mm -hmm. the glue that keeps it together. You believe in her, you you see her um, her faults and her struggles, and you're mm -hmm. actually on board. And if it wasn't for her great performance, I think this movie would, on a lesser actor, this movie would definitely flop. And she, mm -hmm. she holds it together really, really well. Um, yeah. So on that, uh, I'm Ray. And I'm Abby. Uh, you can catch us on the, at the pathionofm.com if you can't see us on YouTube or our audio channels. Uh, you catch it on there too. Uh, but we'll be back next week with a brand new show. Actually, we'll be back on Friday with a new show. Uh, and on that note, we'll see you next week. Take care. Take care. Code 8227. Confirmed. Subjects closed. I know you like Ava. But she's a liability. No, not her. I recruited her. I trained her. Ava. I'm good. I promise you.
Keep your head down, kiddo. Management will be watching on this one. I warned you. I'm not going to be able to protect you a second time. She's always been Duke's favorite, but she's a loose cannon. And a danger to the organization. I want her killed. You need to rescind the kill order. You know I can't do that. This is business. She's talking to the targets! You did something bad. I wouldn't have said me if you had.